Good Monday morning, uh, evening, midday, whatever time you're listening to us. This is Junk Discussions podcast. Today, I am joined with Jake from State Farm. We've had Jake on a few times. Uh, Jake, so much for thank you so much for hopping in. Uh, it is just you and I today. It's a little little twosome. The threesome is uh, on a break. Uh, so they're down in Tennessee. So this is us, bud. This is us. How you doing, hey, man? I'm, I, I got the khakis on. You know, I'm ready to answer insurance calls all night. And I'm ready to rock and roll on the stream, brother. Nice, nice. This Thank is gonna be cool to be here. This is gonna be a fun one. A lot of shit's fucking happened this week. People are dying left and right. Uh, people are being promoted on, like they shouldn't be, I guess. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But things are going good. Um, what are you drinking on? Uh, you know, we got the, nothing but the best Coors Golden Banquet beers. You got stubby the you bottle, got the fancy stubby bottles. Yeah, the stuff that I used to. I lived in a town called Chesterville and there was always these farm dumps and you would find mm-hmm. those bottles everywhere, but they were like super old fucking bottles, rusted lids and they're oh, yeah. like collectible, <laughs> collectible stuff. Um, anyways, um, I am drinking on Bud Light. Not a Good old not Bud sponsor. Light. I do have Light. <laughs> the Bud Light Lime Orange and uh, I think I like a grapefruit one. I got a few. I don't know. Uh, they got grapefruit Bud Light now. That's why. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> It's, it, I have it because it was on sale at Publix, fucking $16.99 for two, two packs. You can't do that. No. no that. Nobody wants to drink it. That's why. Uh, <laughs> but with all that being said, let's go ahead and roll that intro and we'll be back. What happened was we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You can tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. And we're back. Um, yeah, Jake. So let's play some catch up. It's been it's been a few months since we've chatted. Right? Yes, it has. It's been been too long, my friend. Too long. Been, a lot has happened. Yeah, a lot. What all's gone? What all has gone down in Jake Land? Well, Jake Land is very boring. I, I got business running. You know, we're just working as much as. It went sun up to sundown pretty much every day except Saturday and Sunday, but that's all that's really new with me. Um, I although don't tell Abby, but I did order a ring today, so that's probably the most exciting thing going on in my life. So doesn't she listen to this podcast? I hope she doesn't listen to this one. I told her I didn't tell her I was going to be on, so we're going to try to pull a little uh, little finagle here. Oh, Jake Aru. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she went ring shopping with me, so she knows it's gonna happen, but she doesn't oh. know when. So now I get to play the long con and try to confuse her, and you know. Do, do you have an advice. idea for? Do you have an idea for the proposal? I do have a few ideas. Yes, but you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a drawn out process. Now we got to make sure she's not ready for it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna do the whole fancy proposal thing, but I just had a few buddies over. We were drinking on a Monday night, and as my wife. Uh, girlfriend, I guess at the time was pouring shots. I snuck up behind her and I got down on one knee. I had my buddies taking photos and stuff, and I stuttered. <laughs> I had an entire fucking script wrote out. 
didn't read a lick of it. I'm like, uh, would you marry me? And then that's it. And then nothing's in my parents' proposal story. So that, listen to this. So they're 22, 23, and my dad's trying to get an apartment. My mom's living somewhere else. And he's like, well, why don't you move in with me? I can't really afford this by myself. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not moving in with you until we're getting married or until you propose, like kind of old school, you know, it's like the eighties, the early eighties, late seventies. And he goes, well, well, fuck it. Why don't we just get married? And that's the proposal. No, get down on one knee, nothing. Just the most anticlimactic shit you've ever heard in your life. But Hey, they're still together 30 ish years later. So. No rain or did he have a rain? I think she got a wedding band eventually. Oh. That's a <laughs> no, very cost-effective measure. I mean, he is a frugal man. <laughs> He's a very uh, frugal man. So you got your business off the ground, huh? How's that going? Like, It is a challenge, man. It is probably one of the most challenging things I've done, but it's rewarding. It's very lucrative. I don't think people realize how much actual... Like, a lot of people are like, oh, start a business, and then they think they don't have to be a part of it. I mean, it's not like I'm doing some crazy stuff. It's just lawn and landscaping. But we are running like two or three crews. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts. A lot of the admin back end stuff is what I wasn't really prepared for. You know, I'm just a grunt. I'm cool with doing manual labor all day. A lot of Excel, a lot of uh, business expense management, all that fun shit. I'm not going to lie. I outsource pretty much everything because I just don't want to fucking do it. (laughs) That's the cheapest way to do it. Like just hiring somebody to do that full time. Oh, yeah. You're talking an 80 grand salary. You could hop on Fiverr, find some guy in India and he'll do it for five dollars a day. Oh, dude, I got my cousin doing it. I can send her like 150 bucks a week. It was taking me like 15, 16 hours. I'm like, this is too much. Fuck. IRS (laughs) comes knocking at your door. (laughs) Fuck it. It's not like they hired a bunch of people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, eighty-seven thousand guys coming down on me. Imagine that's that has to be one of the largest hiring sprees in America. Eighty-seven thousand oh, people at once. Hey, man, that's why we got such low unemployment right now. They're all working for the IRS. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you think about unemployment, but I think ten to fifteen percent unemployment's really good. Well, unemployment's such a weird thing because unemployment isn't the amount of people that aren't actually working it's the amount of people that aren't working and or actively seeking for jobs within the last six months it's not like the entire population of not working peoples right so yeah you could have 3.5 or whatever percentage you're super low unemployment but how many people have been without a job for two years or longer and are just like fuck it i'm just not gonna find shit like i'll just live off the government's tip well i mean i'm more or less relating back to i mean have you met 10% of the like uh, go out into public right and you tell me you want to have a conversation with one out of 10 people yeah probably Just not me <laughs> one of those 10 people is probably licking something off the floor or just probably oh, yeah. will sell you something you shouldn't be having you know it's just 10% 100%. is good that's a good unemployment rate because 10% oh, I'm not probably should be working oh I, I I agree with you there I agree with you there but yeah, man, it's been a while. You've had a whole kid since I've last talked to you. That's super exciting. Whole kid, not no parts missing. It's been yep. uh, <laughs> healthy. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, no, is it? I would definitely say so far. So her name's Delaney. She's a okay. sweetheart so far. Um, I would definitely say she's a false advertisement for a baby. We have had no problems at all. Like the delivery went well. Um, it was a cesarean. It went really well. 
Um, some people say latching is an issue where the baby grabs a hold of the titty and starts drinking. No problem. Moment pulled out right onto it. Um, we, she's shitting great. She's pissing great. She's got a little bit of dry skin. It's fucking normal. Um, that's it. Like, uh, we thought the dogs would be a problem. We have four dogs. We thought they'd be a problem. Nope. They're already bodyguards. Like they, whoever has the baby is who the dogs are following. They'll lay at the feet. They'll just stay at attention and just say, okay, baby's here. Moment the baby makes a noise, they come and grab us. They're like, hey, baby's probably dying. And then they like take us into the room. Um, no, it, something is bound to go wrong. And like blowouts, if you know what a blowout is, yeah, is, uh, yeah shit everywhere. We've had a few of those. That's normal. Uh, health wise, dude, perfect, healthy, beautiful baby. Um, she's gorgeous. I, I don't know. Uh, she's definitely got her mom's lips. She has my hair. It's like long, platinum blonde hair. She's gorgeous. Um, we don't know what color her eyes are at. Uh, that'll take a few months, but no, I don't know. I I couldn't be fucking happier. I mean, awesome, she's she, she's gorgeous. She's healthy. I uh, I'm in a house now. That's new to you. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you moved into the new place. So you got the kid. I mean. Big new house, getting solar panels installed in like two weeks. My taxes next year are going to be fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You're getting all the tax breaks, brother. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the tax, tax breaks. breaks. Like, uh, oh, you made your salary back this year. <laughs> Great. Good <laughs> on you, bro. I'm happy for you, man. I was hoping Thanks. it would all go smoothly, and it's awesome, really. And I mean, as far as the eye color, doesn't Lauren have blue eyes too? So double recessive, probably going to have blue eyes. Nope. She has brown eyes. Mm. Like, but so do my parents. Both my parents have brown eyes, but out of the five kids, three of them have blue eyes. So I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Hmm. Blue well, you know, on. you know, all the blue eyed people come from from a single person. A little bit of a ancestry there. <laughs> Who? I don't know. Oh. Back in the day, it could have been fucking 300, 400 years ago. It could have been 10,000 years ago. That's where blue eyed people come from. Oh, I guess you're right. There was somebody that had a. Yeah. Uh, a recessive trait it's a recessive trait and eventually that, that recessive trait carries and it pops up again but everybody that has blue eyes comes from a, a, a single family type deal why, why am i blanking out on what it's called not recessive there's another term for it it's like um a glitch um, in the matrix not a glitch in the matrix but something about the dna has a um they're a fucking hiccup. mutation mutation yeah blue mm -hmm. eyes was a mutation it could have been recessive yeah. because nobody else had it in the past right yeah yeah. So it would have been a mutation that somebody had, and somebody was like, that fucking blue-eyed guy or girl, smoke show. And then next thing you know, Hitler's Popping killing up a everywhere. bunch of people unless they have blue eyes. <laughs> then, then some dude in the 30s that just couldn't get into art school is having some crazy ideas. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers it's been a bit, man. I know. It's been too long. I always love coming on here. I love talking with y'all. I'm super excited for you and Lauren. I can't wait for one day for me to be in the same situation with a kid. Something I look forward to. Well, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby something carriage. I don't baby I, shitting in your face and pissing everywhere. <laughs> she, the blowouts crack me up. The first time we were like, let's go out. We put her in the car seat. We get home. Shit all over the car seat. Dude. Oh no. All over. And it and it's the it's the shit that's starting to stink. Baby shit don't stink for the first week and a half. Then it is engraved into your nostril hairs. Like I'm sitting in this room. Yeah. This is a clean fucking room. I don't even let dogs in this room. 
I still mm-hmm. smell baby shit. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I haven't changed your diaper for like five hours. I so uh, my girlfriend used to work at daycares and she's been in childcare pretty much the entire time I've known her. And I, she would come back after working. She worked in a like six month to 12 month year old room there for a while. And she would come back and I would just, it would just smell horrific. And I was like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to handle that. But that's not just one baby. You're talking like 15 to 20 because you got two or three teachers in there or whatever. It's something else, bro. Did, um, does she get sick a lot? She used to. Yeah, when she was working there, she got sick all the time. But since she she's a nanny now, and then she's starting a new position in a couple of weeks, getting out of childcare, so haven't really had a big issue in a while. But for a while there, yeah, she was sick almost every week. Yeah, I, that's one thing I'm not looking forward to. Like Lauren's, luckily, we're in a position where she doesn't have to work for a few, um, like a year or two, if she doesn't want to. Nice. But when we have to do childcare, I'm not looking forward to just getting sick all the fucking time. Like. My uh, the girl who runs HR at our company, she fucking she's her daughter's sick all the time. Crusty eye disease, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Fevers all the time. Then she gets sick all the time. And COVID, even though it doesn't exist down here, air quotes, (laughs) um, everyone gets it all the fucking time. It's just. I'm not looking forward to going They're back. They're just cesspools, man. Like, no matter what you do, I mean, they would have people come in every night and they're bleaching the floors. They're scrubbing every surface. But, I mean, you just get so many different people with different germs and backgrounds. I mean, you're going to get sick. But on the other hand, that's going to build immunity for Delaney. So, oh, I mean, yeah. you want them yeah. to have a really strong immune system. That's why homeschool kids always have issues because they get immediately hit once they go out into the fresh air and they're like, influenza mm-hmm. and they die. Got the bubble baby syndrome. <laughs> bubble baby syndrome. Yeah, that I I'll tell you what that everything that is happening in the news. I've that is one thing that's just at the back of my mind always stresses me the fuck out is like one day she's going to have to go to school and then I got to deal with her coming home and be like, daddy, daddy, we didn't have tornado drills. We had school shooter drills. And I'm like, mm, I'm not looking forward to that day. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other thing, man. The schools are school systems are so messed up right now. It's Back it's a whole day. different it's a different world from like when me and you were kids. Because like, bro, my parents would leave at six a.m. and they're like, "Make sure you get on the fucking bus." And I had to walk a quarter mile down the street. <laughs> like, I'm I think fine. I was <laughs> just make it happen. <laughs> we had a two and a half hour bus route, and my I was the first one on, last one off on the bus. Yep. And for middle school, you that's when they like. In elementary, you're going to school at like eight, right? Eight yeah. is seven thirty-eight is when your classes start. Back then, it was seven. So I had mm-hmm. I was basically on the bus at five five thirty in the morning, and fucking out. The worst thing we ever had to worry about was stink bombs, like people people smoking cigarettes spray. <laughs> oh yeah, the, <laughs> I, which I made so much money on back in back in the day because I would make money uploaded into my PayPal shame. And then, Buy the stink bombs on eBay, and then I would sell the stink bombs in school, dude. Oh, I there there were two kids that stink bombed our school. In this is in high school, so like you're 16 and you still think this shit's like funny. And bro, I was was 17. Bro, (laughs) it was hilarious. Yeah, it's funny if you're the ones doing it, but I was I was like in the hallway when it happened. And like you just get this pungent smell. Like if if you guys listeners out there have never experienced the actual ass spray, I don't even know if they sell it anymore. Really? But I'm sure they do. You could probably get it at water beds and stuff for all I know. 
but that shit is pungent especially if you're there when they pop smoke and just roll it down the hallways that shit is horrible oh Oh, i had the little glass vials the ones that you would throw and they break and yeah yeah smell it up kind of like a pop rock type deal i would buy these boxes of 180 of them and sell them out at two dollars a pop in two days that's profit. <laughs> I, mean, Two days. I mean, you're wheeling and dealing at that point, bro. <laughs> like we you're like, oh, it's only a few people throwing stink bombs. No, where I went to school, there was 50 to 70 people just dropping them nonstop. And I'm just like this, like they had school announcements. They had the fucking PA going whenever the principal got a whiff of it. He was like, I need anyone that's suspected of doing this to report to my office immediately. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. I'm the black Oh yeah, dealer. you you suspect me of doing this, and I'm gonna report myself. How dumb do you think I fucking am? <laughs> uh, it was that guy, and he's just sitting in the corner eating his snot. Yeah, wasn't me. Booger eater over there. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. What's aspirin? Never heard of it. <laughs> we also had um. Oh, what was it? The tampon bombs. What, what we the had fuck some is that? I've never dirty, heard of that one. We had dirty fucking girls in our school, dude. They fucking they they would take their. Dirty yeah, tampons, obviously. and they just yeet them at the wall. And the, I, I'm sure it just stuck there like wet spaghetti. Oh, that's foul. That I mean, that's disgusting. yeah, that that's a country school for you, you know. Like every <laughs> every single person that went to that school, though, I mean, realistically, has gutted a deer, has pulled a butt plug out of a deer to get its guts out. I mean, like I grew up in a pretty fucking weird environment, and. Man, the shit that happened. Like we did have, I lived out in the country. We did have the the nonchalant little, you know, racism here and there. I think I think we had like two or three grand wizards graduate from our school. Um, Wait, are you serious? <laughs> no yeah. shit. The well, nonchalant gotta, racism, but they were grand wizards, so you know. Well, you got high think. up there. <laughs> You got to think like we went to a school and our neighboring school was Fredericktown, which was the home, like the founding of the FFA, right? Future yeah. Farmers of America, the, yeah. the Cold War jacket, all of it kind of originated in those the school that, that I was at. Right. And yeah, we had Grand Wizards back. Not like I graduated with two two people in black. <laughs> yeah. you, okay, you made it sound like they were just like in your class, no. like <laughs> no. a little bit of racism, but KKK members. Yeah, they were there. Yeah. No, it was. <laughs> It was like the past, like we're talking like in the 80s, 60s. Yeah, we had grandmas just graduated from our school. But um, no, the casual racism, like there was one time and this was really bad is uh, it was in the news. It was huge. Two people that were just a class above me um, were caught burning a cross in a like the put it into perspective. I really didn't actually meet my first black person until I was 16. Really? That's that's how small of a, like I am the most woke person you'll probably ever meet. I but I I stay my lane. I I listen to myself. I'm like, all right. But anyways, they burnt a cross in the only family that lived there, like in, in that that district. Yeah. And on the cross said the KKK will make you pay, and they burnt their cross. Yeah. And that was that was probably the biggest thing that happened in this like four years that I was at that school. And the family moved out. They're like, we're not going to live here anymore. And they just. Fuck yeah, I've moved too, man. <laughs> Fuck that. See, that's that's interesting because I grew up in like a originally I'm from like a really rural county of northeast Ohio, like damn near Pennsylvania. 
And I mean, there's like some cities there, but there are some, you got some people of color up there, you know, like you get some blacks, you get some Mexicans, there's a bunch of different people there. And then yeah. in middle school for like a, a year, I lived in like East Side Cleveland, where I was the only white kid. Then I moved down to Central Ohio, and it's pretty normal at one school, and then eventually I end up at a really preppy school. And that was the most racism I have ever experienced, was at the preppy school. Like, straight racist. Like, we were playing, there's a school in Central Ohio called Marion Franklin, which isn't the most wealthy district in Columbus, obviously. Right. Um, and we're playing them, it's just like a fucking scrimmage before football season, and we're, we're beating the brakes off of them, like 45 to 7 or something. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we got the JV kids in. And our student section's just screaming welfare jerseys. And shit like that. Like, welfare jerseys. Just screaming at them. And I'm looking back like, what the fuck is going on here, bro? We had a team that we were going against. The chant was the Circleville Goat Fuckers. Because one day as this, man. <laughs> yeah, it's Circleville. <laughs> one day, one day as a kid was getting dropped off, I guess like one of his family members was fucking a goat, and everyone on the school bus saw it. So we made the Circleville goat fucker chant, and we Jesus. every game we'd chant it. It was yeah, there's there's nothing like good old country love. <laughs> good old country love. Oh man, at least they ain't fucking sheep. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is the. And it's not funny. It just shows you how society is nowadays. The guy that burnt the cross, one of the people that was was uh, accused of it, he's now like a deputy. With the... I was about to say, I was about to guess he's a sheriff or something. Yeah, yeah, he's a sheriff <laughs> yeah. deputy. He's a town. fucking sheriff. Yep, sounds about fucking right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, the, and then what? When I was 18, I moved to Redmond, Washington, and that that it was such a it was such an eye-opening experience for me because you'd see a white dude, you'd be like, I'd go for runs like on um, near Mount Rainier, the mountain. Mm -hmm. um, and there'd be another white person be like, how's it going? And they don't speak any English because they're like Russian or something. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. okay. Like, you, I, I guess in that area, you're really only like 500 miles from Russia. Like if you go across the water, you're well, not I mean, far. Still do process involved in everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, there was huge Korean districts, huge mm -hmm. Russian, uh, you know chinese we had i met so many cool people there though it was it was a really fun eye-opening experience when i was out there and that was fuck i tell you what that was probably the best thing for me just being able to see a melting pot and understand oh yeah, oh, yeah we're fucking nothing like you me mm -hmm. anyone themselves Don't we matter. are a tiny glimpse on this planet and then you look into the stars and you're like yeah we're nothing we're fucking dust on a butt crack Man. you know <laughs> big picture yeah ain't none of us shit we're ants in the cosmic picture just fecal no, flakes it, floating through it, the... It's weird that people think like that, because I don't think like that. Obviously, I grew up like in inner city. I grew up around a bunch of different people. Rural, inner city, preppy kids, poor kids. I don't really give a fuck who you are. If you're a cool person, you're a cool person. Right. But like, I can remember, I'm in like middle school. We go down, my family and I go down to this trip to Gulfport, Mississippi, which like I didn't really even recognize. Like, oh, racism in the South, that's a real fucking thing. So we're we're sitting there, we're get, waiting to go into this restaurant, and this there's this African American dude just fishing off the pier, just doing normal shit. And we walk it, and I walk over because I love fishing, and I'm like, oh, what are you, what are you fishing? Blah blah blah. My dad walks over, and we're talking to him. And at the end, like we're halfway through this conversation, he goes, he's like, why are you talking to me? Like, are you gonna hurt me? And we're like, what? No, like we just want to know, like, what are you fishing for? Like, what's going on? He's like, people, he's like, white people don't talk to black people in Mississippi. Where are you from? <laughs> I was like, yeah. 
And this is, I mean, this is what, 15 years ago, maybe? Like 10, yeah. 15 years ago? It's wild, man. It was about eight, uh, seven years ago. It was my ex and I, we were driving through Atlanta because we were coming down to Florida to just go on a little vacation together. And that was the first time I experienced, like, I'm probably going to get killed. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you get through the inner city, you get a little spooky. <laughs> I went to a gas station and I pull up. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he got in and I, I was carrying a Walter PPX at the time. And um, beautiful gun, by the way. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, what, and I'm chambered in nine mil. Yeah. Um, nice. And at that time, so I had it just in this, just off to the side. And uh, she goes in to go use the restroom. And I'm sitting in the car um, while I'm getting out, go to pump gas, and I get back in to grab something out of the car. And the guy gets into my passenger seat. He was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Give me everything. And I'm like, uh, no, you get the fuck away from my car. So lock the doors, go grab her, and we leave. And that was one of the ones and everyone mm -hmm. that was at that gas station just was looking at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, nobody's here to, like, stand up for you. You're, you are oh, your no, you're person. Fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> So ever since then, it's uh make sure you got a full tank driving through Georgia, you know. <laughs> oh stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia's Georgia's an interesting place. Because depends I got, on where you're at too. <laughs> I also had no beard, you know. I looked like a little tiny preppy white boy. I had slick black backed hair. I was got the cool Sperry's on, you know, the cargos, flip flops, a little bit of vineyard vine. Oh, flip flops. You weren't ready to run. <laughs> no, <laughs> fucking <laughs> let me eat my chocolates at somebody. <laughs> Good luck. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't proud for that. But that was it's an interesting I experience. I love where I'm at though in Florida. Like here in the Cape. Florida no is awesome. Florida's awesome. I've never I mean, I'm sure if you get like inland or a little bit north, you can probably get a little bit funny. I've but... lived in Panama City, I've lived in Pensacola. Um, those two places, it's not really it's trash. Like they call mm. that the Redneck Riviera because it is whiskey tangos all day long. Just drunk. Is that white the Panhandle? People. Is that yeah. the Panhandle? Okay. Panhandle. And if you're listening from the Panhandle, yes, it is the most trashiest place I've been in Florida. I'm sorry, I've li I lived there for a year. I know it's trashy as fuck. Okay. Um, when it comes to places that are a little sketchy, Jacksonville. Um, if you're in the college area, not bad. You moment you're outside of Jacksonville, it gets pretty rough. Orlando, <clears throat> uh, in general. If you're not in the tourist section, you're going to end up getting your wallet stolen. Um, Miami, I did have 10 grand stolen from me uh, at a nightclub, uh, pickpocketed. Um, that was fun. That was a great time. Uh, yeah, Why'd you have so much money on you in a fucking club, Connor? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I say nightclub? No. Um, uh, yeah, we went there for the Super Bowl and we met Jamie Foxx that night and we were just we all decided, like, hey, let's go to the strip club. And uh, we, I remember we were pissing at the urinal. There's that guy that's always there, like at the sink, and he's got his like mints and his his cologne, and he always hands you the towel because you can't fucking do anything yourself in there. He's like, you need me to pat your cock dry, you know? And um, little rub and tug while you're in here, brother. <laughs> and it, and it is respectful to tip the guy because yeah, he's he's just doing his job, right? So you get, I pulled out five bucks, gave him five bucks, but it was also in that wad. And um, we walk out and it is shoulder to shoulder, just packed. And there's people with these flashlights above your head, just shining them at your face. And we get to the poles and I'm like, all three of us that were there, we're like, we've got no, no money now. <laughs> it, it was bad. 
Um, so we went back there again and, uh, it happened again. So we just, we stopped yeah, going just there. Just quit going there. The only yeah. time I've ever had somebody try to pickpocket me was at a festival that happens every year, Columbus Breakaway. I'm sure you oh, yeah. know what that is. That was a breakaway. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm with my current girlfriend. This is like three, four years ago, maybe. And, you know, we're just enjoying ourselves. And I start feeling a little funny business near my ass where my wallet is. And I'm like, what the, who's trying to get in my booty hole? So I turn around and there's this dude just trying to reach into my pocket. And I mean, I, he never got anything, thank God, because I just clocked him and I kind of beat the shit out of him, told him to get the fuck out of there. And that was that, but, you know. It's a pretty appropriate, re- like, for starters, oh, yeah. if you're going to be a pickpocketer, at least fucking be good. Oh, yeah, you better be like uh, fucking Matt Damon and whatever, Ocean's Eleven. Like, I want you to be that type of good. Where's my watch, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah, if you're going to be a pickpocketer and you're fluffing me, I'm like... No, he yeah, better. it wasn't like he was. It felt like he was trying to fondle me. Like I'm like, who's trying to touch my booty hole? But no, he's trying to get my wallet. <laughs> look around, and be like, look, I can feel you back there. Listen, I've been out here for eight hours in this heat. It stinks. You don't you want wash that. your hands. You don't <laughs> want. That. I got some hand sanitizer this <laughs> for you. <laughs> Turn around here. Put your hands out. Uh, yeah, no, I. I've, I've never had too bad of a problem. Like I stay away from Miami for the most part. It's a good place to go party, but don't carry cash. And if you do, I've realized uh, fanny packs, like thin fanny oh, yeah. packs right that you can t- you. tuck in your belt line too. So they're not even like on the front of you. They're in your pants. Like a real small one. That's almost like just like a big buckle belt. You can tuck it in real quick. One that can fit your phone and a few yeah. stacks of cash in your ID. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. It's um. By the way, for this is like, PSA for partiers, that is called a running pack. You get the running, sweat resistant, water resistant pack. Um, I have two of them. The uh, fanny packs, you stick it on there, you could tighten it. It's the elastic band. That shit's perfect for partying because you can fit everything you need in there. You, um, I don't know why I'm doing a PSA for partiers. Let's have a drink. Cheers to that, brother. Cheers oh, to hey. the partiers out there. Yeah, long live the king, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of racist, the queen is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of racist, uh, a little sideline. Hey man, the she grew up. In, she grew up in the early 20th century. You know what she was about. Do you think, oh, man? I don't know if he's in here right now. If he's watching, and it doesn't matter. Do you think the queen has bucked down with people other than her color? I'm sure uh, she has. We're talking about the queen right now. She married her cousin. She kept it in the family. Yeah, but that's what they do. Yeah, you're not wrong. They've been doing um, that for centuries. It's not like it's unheard of. And by the way, like, yeah, we're talking 96 years old. Her lifestyle and mentality from back then is so different than today. Oh, 100%. I mean, she was there for the roaring. Tw- when was she born? I mean, 97, 2022. I mean, yeah, she, I guess uh, she really was. I guess she was in her teens during the 1920s. She was doing some partying. I believe she was a heavy partier. I feel like she knows what booger sugar is. And I actually have respect for the queen because she was heavily involved with World War II in the, in the sense of helping troops and things like that. Um, you know, man, yeah, she, Churchill, man. she definitely, Churchill. definitely killed my cousin, Princess Diana. I full heartedly believe killed Princess Diana. 
I, I think Princess Diana was waiting for her at the pearly gates with a Louisville slugger. <laughs> <laughs> Have you the memes we are getting out of this? Oh, bro, legendary. they're fantastic. I've seen some of the best TikToks and since the app was created this week. <laughs> Spirit Halloween moving into the Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Fucking out. Wow, that, those guys really move quick. Just a <laughs> helicopter flies in, drops flies the banner in. of Spirit Halloween. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, you know, it's, it's long live the king now. What is it? Prince Charles III? Yeah, King Charles III. And then uh, Meghan Markle's kids are now prince and princess. I guess they're involved in the family. One thing I can definitely see, was it Andrew or was it... Um, was it Charles that had their night ship revoked for being a, a pedophile? That's Philip, I believe. Philip, Philip Oliver Holt. There's too yeah. many of them. I don't know. A lot of, a lot older, of family members, old aristocrats. I don't really know them too well. I'm American. So. Yeah, yeah. We 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 in America have our fair share of high-powered pedophiles. <laughs> oh, the upper echelon, if you will. Um, no, nah, yeah. King Charles III, that's interesting. It's it's an interesting thing to say. Long live the king. They haven't said that in over 70 years over in England. Over 110 years. It was 1908. Was there a queen before her? It was 1908 was the last that queen. She, really? I didn't know it was a queen before her. That's interesting. Yeah, 1908 was, I, I believe, do not quote me. Like I said, drunk discussion is a bunch of convincing idiots thinking that they know oh. what they're talking about. This is an inept um, conversation right now. Pretty sure it was 1908, <laughs> though, was the last king. So it's been over 110 years since the last king. Really? Yeah. I, I heard on the radio this week, um, and I guess this is true. I did fact check it. There was a, a movie in like the or book and movie in like the 80s and 90s that was like kind of like a future novelization or kind of fictional, like about King Charles III's reign before he took over. So I'm really interested to see if there's some, like, speaking of, like, the conspiracy side of this, because I love that part of this podcast, is, it's like, how much of that show and that movie and, and novel will come true during his reign? Well, I mean, there, there are certain events that do happen that are really lining up. They're just a figurehead, right? They don't have any political sway or power. Do no, they? yeah, they, they, no. The prime minister and parliament runs everything. They got a new prime minister too. Boris is out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I remember Boris leaving. He's hasta la vista. Did he do he that? Said. Did he yeah, really do that? Oh, I actually enjoyed Boris. He was he was definitely a dialed down Trump when it comes to like the the social. Well, he was super. He was Boris. super liberal though. He had like the exact opposite policies of Trump. It was he just kind of like. Facial uh, cues. Well, he had the he had the shitty toupee and all that good stuff going yeah. on. Worst teeth, you know. You know, he's the British version of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's in the chat right now. What's up, Deadly? Uh, yeah. So he was he's sick right now. I was gonna have him on as well. He's over in the UK. Um, he's really? like too soon. But yeah, it was Andrew that was the pedophile. Andrew. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, deadly. Uh, anything. Was it 1908? I think it was. I don't know if you want to chime in on that one, but um, yeah, deadly. Didn't they shut down like everything in England for like like I heard the Premier League is like completely shut down. I love watching soccer. Uh, Liverpool, those are my guys out there. But I, I, the Premier League, all of the championship is like completely shut down for this foreseeable future. They're like torn up yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah, it was 1908, and yeah, it's shut down is what it sounds like. Um, but if so 
right? There's there's two business models I wish I could have been heavily involved with if I was if I was able to do a time machine. One was during the Biden slash Trump running. I would have loved to have been a sticker slash flag manufacturer. <laughs> yes. Yes, you would have made a killing. <laughs> there was there was these two lesbians, super super liberal lesbians that never were involved in anything, and then they they got started getting so many orders for flags right off of Fort Myers Beach that they made three point two million dollars in two months off of selling flags and stickers. What do you think it costs to manufacture a flag? Maybe two dollars. They're selling them for like thirty, forty bucks, right? I mean, a big uh, flag. So I. The company that I'm with, I ended up designing some like Trump themed flags for him that was for the company. However, marketing wise, I never actually put them out into the public. It was just for them to put in their house. And mm -hmm. I paid $70 for a like a four by or no, a six by four flag or six by three foot flag to get printed. It's that expensive, really. Like people were paying 50 to $100 for a Trump flag. And oh, yeah. They'd be selling out of this shit. And I was chatting with them and they're like, oh, yeah, couldn't give a fuck about Trump. Couldn't give a fuck about Biden. They were both fucking uh, like Ron Paul, like far, mm -hmm. far end liberals. Good for them. But uh, they made so much money and they're able to capitalize so much off of it. The other business model. Flower shop in the UK when the queen died. Oh, killing. Absolutely killing. Also, Deadly did say it looks like the premiership is running and everything. So that's good to know. I like watching my soccer on Saturday mornings. And it is soccer here in the States. It's football. You kick it with your foot. It's football. <laughs> football. <laughs> no. I played. I ended up. I loved playing soccer. I ended up playing with uh, the defensive um, end for uh, America. Which he was playing for the crew at the time, but Will Trapp. Yeah. I ended up playing with him for a few. Um, really? Okay. Cool guy, yeah. I always I wanted played, to pursue it. Bad concussion. Yeah, I played soccer, football up until maybe eighth grade ish, end of middle school. But I was just far, far too aggressive. I, would, yeah. I was probably getting at least one card every game. So I, I switched to American football after that, and I was I was damn good at that. <laughs> My nickname was the ankle snapper. The ankle snapper. <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool are sucking ass right now. We did own football they, for a while. They are yeah. doing really bad. That's my favorite premier team. If I'm going to be honest, my favorite team in the world is Juventus. Forza Juve. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite team. I don't. Really? I don't have a. I don't really watch sports. Like even this year, like they. I've my coworkers. My coworkers finally got me into doing a uh, joining their fantasy league football. And mm. I don't know shit about football. Like, for Bro, American time, football is like one of the hardest sports to watch for me right now because I, I, I mean, obviously when we grew up in the early two thousands, you had Ray Lewis, Patrick Willis, all these Ed Reed, Troy Polamalu, these monsters that were just head hunting all game long. And now you do that, which is the way football should be should be played. Watch some Jack Tatum highlights. Watch some Sean Taylor highlights. Realize what the game is, and it's just not the same thing. So as well involved as I am with football, every single word you just said went right over my head. That's how well involved I am. Somebody will get it. Somebody yeah. will get it. <laughs> Not a football guy. Not sports in general. Like, I like volleyball. That's pretty cool to watch. You can uh, at least get into the fights tonight, right? You got Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson, bro. Been getting into the fights a lot, and it's all due to Conor McGregor. That fucker got me into watching fights. 
Fuck Conor McGregor. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. He's garbage in the sense of like just how he treats people. He's a piece of shit. However, I love his pettiness. There's a bar that he fucking went to. And if you've watched anything on TikTok, if you watch anything in the social media, you remember that time he hit that fucking old man in the face that when he disgusting. didn't try his when he didn't try his whiskey or whatever he was trying to promote at that. By bar. the way, his whiskey is absolute trash. It is shit. It is absolutely It is some shite. of the worst shit I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Conor McGregor, though, is so fucking petty. That guy, that that's if you've ever been to a dive bar in Florida and you go there on a regular routine, you see the regulars. They're always doing their little scratch offs as you're fucking chilling there. They have their seven to ten beers and then they drive home. It's just retirement money. That old man that was there, same fucking thing. He that is his regular bar. Conor McGregor is so fucking petty. He bought that bar and then banned him. Banned yeah. that old man from going there because. He just didn't want to try his. Well, I mean, from from the bar owner's point of view, Conor McGregor's probably coming in there and dropping ten bands every time he shows up. But I mean, probably, that yeah. poor old man—he's probably been going there since he was twenty. You know those Irish bars over in whatever Ireland's town's names are, Dublin or whatever. Yeah, dude, just uh, <laughs> it can whatever. it can fucking lick and then. Oh you god! Know, there's, there's, bar, there's bars in like England and Ireland that have been around since the 1600s. Man, there's like fucking 14, mossy roof, fucking cobblestone walls. Uh, yeah, he thinks he's part of the Irish mob is what Dudley said. He probably fucking is. He probably pays people to he's like, for, yeah, he is a narcissist too. 100%. I mean, he probably is part of the Irish mob. But he, I mean, he was a plumber for a while. I mean, was he really? Was he laying pipe before he started fighting? Yeah, yeah. When he was like 19, he was laying pipe. That explains why he's so... Get in the fight. Here's why I hate Conor McGregor. So, I mean, his his wife is now... I I don't know if they're still together or not. I hope not for her sake. But, um... He was... He's he's a plumber, and he gets into fighting. And obviously, if you want to be in the fight game... I I wrestled for 15 years. I was in MMA for a while. So, like, if you really want to get good, you got to spend at least six hours a day in the gym. So, his wife is supporting him through all of this and he finally gets famous and from what i've heard he's just cheating on her left and right treats her like shit i mean he's just garbage human being i mean and i and i hope connor finds this stream and starts screaming at me in his irish fucking accent (laughs) the odds of him hearing about this is zero so i'm not worried about that at all we will manifest it (laughs) i'm manifesting you connor you little cunt um I don't know know if that's a bannable word on Twitch. We'll find out. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) But yeah, Conor McGregor, he's a twat. However, he is the person that got me into fighting because of how my house. If you see in the housing market in America, I will make a killing. Yeah, I was going to say I'll double what I paid. Go for it, bro. I'll I'll get it. I'll find a new place. He could probably buy the state of Florida for all I fucking care. I whatever, bud. Do your thing, dog. <laughs> Just don't buy Duffy's. That's my bar. The two for ones I love. Oh, fucking hell. But uh yeah, Connor got me into fighting. But other than that, other than fighting, I like I don't even watch fighting that much because I'm either working, working out, or taking care of a family now. You know, I'd love to watch more. I, I'm sure once my kid is old enough to like uh so Going back to Delaney, which, by the way, what do you think of that fucking name? Delaney? I love it. 
That's a awesome. solid fucking name. It's got a little Irish twang to it. I like it. Um, the doctors, they're all like, you can't have your baby laying on its stomach. You can't have covers on its face because of SIDS, which is a sudden infant death syndrome. Yep. I get home. My, my in-laws, who are, some of them are nurses, warning me of this. And I'm like, okay, let me do my own fucking research on SIDS. Did you know 2,300 kids in America die of SIDS every year? There's 3.7 million kids born. That is a 0.00062% chance that my child is going to die of SIDS. Mind you, we are very, very good parents. We are always, we always have an eye on this child. I was like, I'm not, I'm not fucking worried about it. But yeah. on t- about that nine month mark is when you're like, okay, the kids, the worst thing it's going to fucking do is fall out of its crib because it's fucking around and finding out, you know, and it will <laughs> probably survive that. It'll just be a lot like me, which worst yeah, man, we've, we've all been dropped on our head a couple times. It's all right. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the sudden, the sudden death syndrome, that is a real fucking thing. I, I fuck? know of people that have had that happen before. Really? It, it, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not around our, I know somebody currently the baby yeah. rolled off the bed and then got stuck in between the bed and the radiator and cooked. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, that was actually that's close, tragic. That's a close family friend that that happened to. Mind you, really? she also has 12 kids. Yeah, well, I mean, one of them's got to go. <laughs> Statistically, that's, that's a statistic right there. I mean, I, I mean, you're yeah. playing the game, bro. <laughs> How many? So, are you like an only child? How many? How many siblings you got? Uh, I have one sibling. One sibling. Uh, I, have a, I have a younger brother. Uh, okay. Yeah. Two. Now, my cousin, she has seven children, so she evened it all out for the rest of us. Does she live out in the country? Oh yeah. Right yeah, of course. They working it's... on the farm, brother. I grew up on a farm. They they work in the cattle. They got the they got the beans growing out there. A little bit of corn. You know how it goes. Back in the day, yeah. I mean, that's what I was doing. I didn't have farmland, but I had I had animals that we'd take care of. But mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't because we needed it. It wasn't because of our family surviving. It was hobbies, like a few it's hundred boredom. chickens. It, it's boredom. You ain't got the yeah. internet out there, cable shit out there. What what else uh, are we gonna do except fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. do some baby making. <laughs> we were at. Uh, I remember I was in line at a grocery store with my mom, and my mom, uh, like. Uh, I basically was tuned out most of my childhood from anything going on around me. I'll be honest. Like I did all right in school. I didn't start caring until I was in high school, really. But uh, my mom would be like, I'm pregnant again. And I'm like, oh, again. Solid. Okay, cool. <laughs> Wait, how many cool. siblings do you have? Four other siblings. And I've... Four. So you're one yeah. of five? Yeah, I'm the oldest out of five. Yeah. Really? I Like, I, I, I don't know how old my sister, like, oldest sister is. She might be, like, 22 now. I've got a 19, 18, 19 year old sister. Um, I've got a 15 going on 16 year old brother. And then I think a 13, 14 year old brother. I am not heavily involved with that family since I moved out when I was 18. Like, do I wish I was still heavily involved? Yes. But at the same time, it was probably the healthiest thing I could do. Getting away from You got to learn to be your own person. I mean, everybody's family situation is different. I mean, I'm still pretty heavily involved with my family, but my mom has an autoimmune disease where she can't really move around very well. So I'm oh. really there for support a lot of the time. 
But I yeah. mean, there are other situations like yours. I mean, you got so many people flooding around. Go, go be your own person. I mean, luckily yeah. I'm in a situation where I can go be my own person too. I'm just nearby enough where if they need me to run to the grocery store or come do something, I just fucking make it happen. The idea for me is like, I'll be not involved until they're at that point where they're like, we need a caretaker. And then that's when I'll be involved because mm -hmm. the rest of my siblings, I love them to death, but I don't think they're capable of doing stuff like that. Like, I'm going to, we're going to be buying the lot next. We already have the lot next to us, but we're going to buy the other lot next to us and build a mother-in-law suite. And um, one, my mother-in-law, we're going to, she's probably going to be a person that we end up taking care of. I love her to death. Uh, she's a wonderful woman. Um, so she'll probably live there and we'll just take care of her. And then if she ever passes and I have to take care of my mom or my dad, I'll do the same thing. But unless they move down here, I'm not moving back up. I Ohio's I cool. It's cool to visit. But I mean, I'm not going to stay in Ohio my whole life. I'm I'm running this business. I'm going to get my bag and I'm going to figure out something else to do. I'm going to somewhere what, else. Tell you what, you're in fucking landscaping and lawn. Like that's really good for eight months out of the year. Oh yeah, eight months out of the year is fantastic. And, then and it's dead. <laughs> you don't do, do shit. You, do you do plow? Do you like do snow plows? I am in the process of that right now. I'm trying to secure a Fucking SBA expensive. loan. Oh, dude, you're looking. I mean, to effectively do it and to make my money back with a little bit of profit, like barely breaking even this year. I mean, I'm looking at 30, 40 K just to get into the into that side of it. Holy shit. And that's I just mean, the truck and the plow and then the that's salt. That's the truck, the plow, renting a skid steer to load the salt. Um, I didn't even think about labor, that. Labor, yeah. bunch of different stuff. And I mean, the thing is with plowing, that's such a hard part to get in with business is it's super high risk because it only takes one mistake and one of your trucks is out is out and done the rest of the year. So it's super high risk. So it's something I'm really, I may or may not do it this year, but in the future, yes, because it is extremely lucrative. If you get a good plow setup going, you can make well over, well over six figures in a month. If you get a good snowstorm, you're making 50 bands in a week. Done. Oh. That'd be, oh, I mean, that's a quick way to pay off that division, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it all sounds good on paper until you're out doing it. That's like <laughs> that's like what I do. Like, I'm in the oh, roofing yeah. solar industry and like storms. Yeah, you'll easily make five, six hundred thousand dollars in a year doing oh, yeah. it during a hurricane. But no hurricane. You're you're sitting there with your thumb up your ass. You're like, oh, I really have to oh, yeah. I actually have to do something. It's hey, not, I got to do some sales. I got to go knock on some fucking doors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> it's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, but same concept. Yeah, I get it. On paper, it sounds really good, you know. Especially when you're hiring people, you're like, oh yeah, you'll make great fucking money here. And then you're like, uh, until you know, oh, we've had this year's sleep. You know? Even the landscaping. I mean, it all sounds great on paper. I mean, yeah, I can go out and I can do a twenty yard mulching job with three guys in a day. But to make that happen, I need a twenty thousand dollar truck. I need a fifteen thousand dollar dump trailer. Which I mean, that's 35 k in the hole. Not that bad because I can do it three, four, five times a week if I really need to. And I mean, you got to pay for labor. You got to what's that? What about hardscaping? You guys do anything like I, that? I mean, that's a whole different beast. Because I mean, you need you need equipment. Um, if you get like real serious hardscaping, like I really want to get into patios and like I, I like. I'm really trying to get into working with the government right now. Like I want to get into like mowing that's highways. Where the money's at. Yeah, yeah. I'm working with the SBA on it. I've got like my I'm going through a whole process trying to get that that whole thing going. And I mean, if you really want to work for the government, you're working with building inspectors. You're working with 
city councils. You got to get permits. You're, I mean, you're looking at probably three or four skid steers to get it going. You're going to need 15, 16 guys on a crew to make it really happen in an efficient way. So, I mean, you got to build a real big business have you, to break into it. Have you been to the Keys? I have never been to the Keys, actually. No. All right. Have you ever been on Alligator Alley? No, no. I've only been to Florida. I've been to Florida multiple times. I used to go on wrestling trips to Florida every year. And then this past year, my aunt and uncle built a place off of Pine Island near Cape Coral where you're at. That right, was the right, first right, time right. I... Yeah, that I don't know. That might be Alligator Alley. I don't really know. I'm 10 minutes from your uncle. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. I would love to move my business down there just for if the simple could. fact if I love that area. Alligator alleys to give you perspective is like a hundred miles of straight highway that crosses from the west to the east of Florida, or vice versa. And mm -hmm. driving it, you're like, ooh, whoever is fucking mowing this is making a fucking killing because it's just you, on the field. That is no, it's literally you have two, it's a four lane highway. The meridian is grass, the outside right. bits. Fenced in grass, a hundred fucking miles, miles just miles, fucking miles oh, yeah. of grass. And oh, that's the like, dream, brother. That's the dream for me. I'll sit on a mower all goddamn day. That's, <laughs> and that's what you're doing. You're literally yeah. driving your mower straight, hundred miles back, a mm -hmm. hundred miles back, a hundred miles, and you're doing that six times. Just I'll park one truck on one end. I'll park the other truck on the other. We'll bang it out. That's the week. <laughs> If you and that's all you need, that's one fucking project, and that's oh, yeah. the state paying you. You know that money's coming through. You, there's oh some yeah, they have to pay you. They there's some bureaucratic to. bullshit that happens with getting the checks. I'm going through that. Where with, the thing is, right when now, you get on like, the good side of the state, I work with. I, I know some guys that own companies down here that work strictly for the state, and they're like, once you get on their good side, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> You're a free yep. man. Free uh, man. <laughs> right now, wait. I'm doing like all residential, and I mean residential's rough. I'm sure well, you experienced that with your business as well, but it's a little bit different because you're doing little projects. We're dealing with 60, 70, 80, 100 plus thousand dollar jobs. Mm -hmm. See, and, I'm not touching anything like that. I'm not big enough. Yeah. Well, and that's just roofing in Florida. You know, roofs are fucking expensive. The cheapest roof you're going to find is 10 grand. And that's oh, on a trailer, well, yeah. you know? Oh, um, yeah. We deal with uh, people not wanting to pay you because they had one nail in their tire. And you're like, well, your $200 tire or your $30,000 roof. You know, right. like, I will happily p take your tire cost out of this job. Happily. Yeah. I've, I don't know. I don't want to talk about a lot of the customers I've had. One thing, though, I will say when you're dealing with residential is the networking aspect of it. You're going to meet so many cool fucking people just oh, yeah. by referrals like we were doing um i did the state attorney general's roof of florida that's during, sick during hurricane michael like you know you make some pretty cool did you guys get any there. big storms down there this year like at all so far no but we have had like it's we get rain we basically get a tropical storm every single fucking night for four months in a row that's just our wet season right and it's normal right. everyone's used to it but the abnormality of it all is we've had rain every single day, all day long for three days straight. And that is not normal. Like, nah, you know, usually it's like an hour storm and then that's all you get for the day. If right? that, yeah, yeah, if that, if fucking, it might downpour, but it's an hour, right? Oh, yeah. You know? it's yeah, it's not bad. Rain. yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> this year, 
there's something brewing out there. Like when you have abnormal, abnormal rain, like we've had, you know, something's brewing in that golf. Um, Like I have a really good feeling. We might end up getting a tropical storm here soon. If not a cat one cat two hurricane. And I I can tell you this, I would love a nice cat two hurricane to come right over my house. Not only because it's really good for having people over and getting blitzed fucking drunk. Um, Hurricane parties are no joke. Cat one, cat two are minor, or are those the big ones? Cat no, five no. is the biggest, right? Cat five is devastation. If you're that's like Katrina, like New Orleans is in rubble. Worse, not worse. Okay, that's Hurricane Michael. Now there was uh, New Mexico Beach um, and yeah. Smyrna Beach that were you would stand about five blocks away from the actual uh, coast. And you could see the coast because every single building is leveled. Just really? there's nothing there other than foundations. And you're like, holy fuck. The, the Bro, Bruce that's so terrifying. I don't and know why, but the ocean is one of those things that just scares the shit out of me. I'm I'm within half a mile of the Gulf right now. See, my, when I was down in Florida, my uncle took me out on his boat fishing. And we went deep into the Gulf, probably like 40, 50 miles oh, out. Yeah, I mean, oh, it was one of the best times of my life. I had a ball, some of the best fishing I've ever had. But there's something about being in open water, and no matter which way you look, there is no land. And, I mean, you you know land is there. You know it's there. Like, you're cooling. But for some reason, there's just something about it that's like, wow, this is some of the wildest shit I have ever experienced. And, I mean, I'm cool with mountains. I'm cool with some really weird terrain. I've been through some really weird stuff. Did you hop in? The water? Fuck no, we were chumming the water. <laughs> we chummed the bitch. <laughs> so do we. It's if you're oh man, being out in that open water like that and not being able to know what's underneath of you and then hopping into the water is the most terrifying fucking your butthole is the tightest, at least mine oh, is the tightest. Kinda... <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like or imagine being in, imagine like, being in World War II, your aircraft carrier, your destroyer, whatever you're on is down, and you were just in the middle of the goddamn Pacific. You no. don't know what's out there. No. Bro, I, it, what blows my mind, I'm talking to my brother about this the other day. There are people, our ancestors crossed from Europe to America on a boat for six months, and all they had was a goddamn a goddamn <laughs> sail. Excuse me. <laughs> Goddamn. So, like, and they're just like, oh, the wind will take us where we need to go. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll make it. You're fine. Run, run out of food. You're fucking every single person shitting through a strainer because they just have nothing in their system. They're all pissed drunk because that's the only thing that's there's survived. no water. You're drinking rum for hydration because that's the only thing that hasn't gone fucking septic. If the, then, uh, the pickled <laughs> pig's feet is all you've got to munch on because everything oh, yeah. else has gone bad. You're trying to track down a seagull and fucking harpoon the bitch because you're hungry as shit. <laughs> I mean, it is some of the most outlandish shit I've ever heard in my life. But, like, people really did that. Do you and, think I mean, people I, ate, like, just nonchalantly were like, hey, look, Steve's asleep. It's just fucking kill him, eat him. Nobody will Oh, dude, him. 100%. Like, you're out in the, you're out in the Atlantic. You haven't eaten, like, I don't know. You can last three weeks without eating. I mean, personally, wrestling, I've gone over a week without eating. Yeah, I've but done a week. You get hungry as yeah. shit. You, you throw your cast out. You're not getting nothing. You're not getting nothing. You're like, yo, this dude isn't working on the fucking ship. Fuck this guy. <laughs> you got 30 <laughs> hungry fish. dudes staring at you. If you can fish, you're probably fine for the most part. I mean, every time I've gone know. out I feel like those deep water I feel like those deep waters you're probably not catching anything yeah. small man unless you're getting real lucky just like, fucking super lucky 
pieces of plywood off the bottom of the ocean you're having to reel up, you know? Well, yeah, in 2022, I mean, fucking 1492, you're you're Christopher Columbus, you ain't catching that shit. There ain't nothing there. They, there ain't nothing. Fish, they didn't even know those fish existed. We still don't, bro. Oh, dude. The, bro, this... An ocean fact that blew my mind that I learned the other week is, you know an angler fish? Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? The one with the real weird antenna-looking thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The light, like Finding Nemo? Yeah. yeah, big teeth. Yeah, I always thought those were like, you know, like two foot by three foot. No, they're like eight foot by ten foot. They are monsters. Absolute yeah. monsters, bro. Yeah, they're fucking big fish, dude. Yeah. Uh, just monsters. the idea, though. I'm just thinking about it. Like, I've jumped into that deep water once, and it was to grab my rod because it fell out, and there was something attached to it. Yeah, and you let go or whatever. Didn't get the rod. It started pulling me under. I was like, I'm not fighting this bitch. I let go, and then I realized, I'm not anchored. The boat's not anchored. There's waves. I'm in the water, and you're like, I'm fucking 30 miles offshore, and you're like, nobody's going to find you. You're just... (laughs) <laughs> fucking doggy Going paddling. You're boat. just straight panic. No, the uh, only time I've gotten in open water like that is we did take the boat out to um you'll know what I'm talking about. I can't remember. North something island, a hurricane cut it off from the rest of it. Um You're talking off of Bokelia? Possibly. It's just outside of the it's like the intercoastal and like this is the island oh, that breaks. North inter- North Captiva. North Cap we went to North Captiva. We took my girlfriend out there, my brother Beautiful. and myself. And we hop off the boat, and I'm the dude in charge of the anchor. So I, I'm like, I'm storming the fucking beaches. I got the goddamn anchor <laughs> on my shoulder, and I, and I'm chugging through the water. I'm chugging through the water, and I get there. I sink the anchor, and everybody comes over, and my uncle's like, "Hey, man, hey, man, like, oh, it's beautiful, blah, blah, blah." He's like, "Hey, just so you know, there was a hammerhead about 15 foot to your left." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, bro? And I mean, I'm coming back, and I'm the guy that has to throw the anchor back in the boat and hop in. And there's just a shit ton of sheep's head with them gnarly ass teeth underneath our boat. Sheep's head? Yeah. Are the best fit. Like, so sheep's head we call poor man lobster down here because not only I are they. I've heard they're good eating. You, dude, that's all they eat is crustaceans. They have human teeth. Like, they, they have I would, crunching yeah. teeth. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're, they're gnarly. I was eating them. Um, who lives near the mangroves out there? And I was catching mangrove red snapper. snapper. I was yeah. catching mangrove snapper. And we fried up a ton in the mangrove snapper, and that was some of the best fish I've ever had in my entire so life. Good. It's so good. Fucking uh, redfish is really good too. Just fry them up, put them in a wrap. It depends on the time of year because yeah, the after red tide came through. But down here, the fishing is phenomenal. Um, but one of my buddies is a helicopter pilot that does tours um, mm. along the beaches. You know the tourist tours, and yeah. he was like, every single time he flies up, there's always a shark right by the coast and people do not know he's just like you would think these people would see this no but there would be a fucking 10 foot shark and he'd just there was over a, and he was like there, there was is. a there was a fucking 12 foot hammerhead because i saw on twitter later that day i like you know you can go to the locations shit on twitter and like try to find stuff and i went there and from i was probably your buddy because it was a helicopter that took a picture of it and there was a big motherfucker <laughs> i fucking 15 foot from where i was like, I, yeah, man, it's wild. The the sea life is something that I just I I can't wrap. But there's stuff in the ocean we don't even know about, and that just is terrifying. We there was um the Oceanics uh, Research Center that tags sharks. It's O Search. Mm-hmm. You can hop online and you'll see there's patterns where sharks are swimming and stuff. 
There's oh, been yeah. sharks that disappear off of it and then reappear a few months later on the other side of the Atlantic. And you're like, how the fuck they get there? And then they go to the shark. There ain't it's a shark husk. there. It's just a husk. Yeah. But there's some, yeah, the Atlantic and the Pacific. You get to those deep waters. I mean, you're talking miles deep, man. Oh, you yeah. get the Mariana yeah, Trench. I'm... And I'm sure there are other trenches that we don't even know about that are probably just as deep. I, I mean, I it's, entire... fucking it's entirely possible. It is, I... I mean... Yeah. The Mariana Trench, if you really look at it, that is a very traveled piece of water. There are a ton yeah. of ships that go over there. So I, I mean, imagine the north and south end of the poles is where there's probably ship. Oh, deep, yeah, you deep, get those, nobody knows those ice caps or those icebergs. And I mean, you know, they're probably digging into the ground real deep. Are you real, excited? Real are you excited for the ice caps to melt and just something up here that nobody's known about? I think what's going to really kill us is there's going to be some form of bacteria in there that we're just not prepared for. I don't think it's going to be something big. It's not going to be something really scary. Yeah, there's probably some shit in there that's horrifying, that's been frozen for years and years. But there's going to be a bacteria, something that can survive in that cold environment but couldn't move, and then it starts moving and it gets into our environment. And we're not going to be prepared for it. There's nothing we can do about that. Tell you what. With looking at how the past two years have been, I don't think anyone's going to fucking care once they announce it. I don't think anyone's going to do anything about it. And I think it's going to wipe out a lot of fucking people because everyone's like, oh, it's just the government trying to control us. That's going to end up happening. Because well, I mean, the thing is, the government completely fucked up with COVID. Oh, because every government did. Except Every for, government fucked up, except for um, Switzerland. Switzerland and New Zealand never shut down. And I mean, they were chilling and they did the right thing because that was a virus that what that was something we understood and could have. I mean, yeah, it would because I, I mean, I, I mean, personally, I'm not a big COVID like I'm not really afraid of it. I've had it multiple times. You get really I've sick. Had it, yeah. I've had it. Well, I had it within the first week of it coming out and I've had the Omicron virus as well. You get really sick for about 48 hours and you're good. And the people that died from it realistically had outlying health issues. I noticed but, people that were on insulin were the the like biggest issues of di- uh, of death is because the moment that they had to take insulin and everything that involved with the virus just took over because it well, fed it. I mean, you're, I mean, I don't know how much you understand about insulin, but when you take an insulin hit, like I know bodybuilders that take insulin because that works really well with growth hormone to make you grow muscle. Right. Yeah. Um, it makes you absorb nutrients. When you take insulin like that, it shocks your immune system to the point where it is inoperable for 28 to 48 hours. Yeah, or 24 mm. to 48 hours you get what i'm saying so i mean that makes the, a lot of sense to the beer's me beer's talking <laughs> the beer's talking yeah obviously uh, yeah <laughs> but um yeah man there's gonna be something in those ice caps when those start melting and it starts getting gnarly it, there's gonna be something in there man uh what was the movie that <clears throat> just came out with uh chris pratt and they're, they're hunting the aliens and then they got back to this time frame and it turned out the aliens were there all along. They're just hidden in the ice caps and it melted in 2030 or whatever it was. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. It was on Amazon. Decent movie. I can't remember what it was mm-hmm. called, though. It wasn't that decent, a good apparently. movie. I just watched was a prey. The new Predator movie. Oh, fucking good. So bro, good. that was fire. Fire so movie, bro. That I, actually got me back into the Predator franchise. I just watched Predators from 2010 last night. Oh, yeah. You started binging movie. it. 
Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, I, I I love that shit. I love the aliens and predators, all that stuff. I, yeah, like Prometheus, Alien Covenant. I'm all into that shit. What was um, Cloverfield? What did you think of Cloverfield? I actually never watched that one. You'd like it. Give it a shot. Give Cloverfield a shot, and then watch the two two movies that came after it that are mm-hmm. like in the same genre world. Mm-hmm. Um, those they're decent movies. Like Cloverfield was the first movie of its kind that kind of had that first person feel with the camera yeah. work. Really good movie. You're like you're watching kind of like a Blair Witch Project, like found footage type film. No, no. Well, yes, and no. Is it's not really the setup of it. It's like you're following. This guy who's recording a part a party he's at. He's just hanging out with friends. All of a sudden, there's a light in the sky, and he gets it, and people go up on the rooftop. Next thing you know, fucking just explosions start happening. Then he's having to escape this building. Cameras found. Yada yada. It's a it's a good fucking movie. And if you're into the the terrestrial type of thing, definitely a good topical list movie. Cloverfield. There's mm-hmm. a Cloverfield paradox. I think is what it's called. Um, that's got a. Uh, the guy who plays in Monster Inc., the big blue guy, Sully. Um, oh, yeah. That, that, oh, actor's that actor. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's kind of crazy in it. Um, good movies uh, all around, but, um, you know, hey, it's time, buddy. We got to end her. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad to hear it, but thank you for having me on. Please have me on again. I love being here. It's always yeah. a blast. It was and... a great fucking time. Plus, look, Hell we still yeah. got the fight to watch tonight. Fuck yeah, we do. Tony Ferguson gonna kick the shit out of Nate Diaz. On yes, it right he now. Is. <laughs> uh, we'll put money on it. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, find us on Twitch. You can find us on Facebook, TikTok, wherever we can be found. Uh, you can also email us at drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com. Be sure to check out our newest merch. We've got merch for episode 36, where we talked about nootropics, eugenics, things like that. A pretty cool design that I put together last week. Uh, so check out the fresh merch. We're going to have some uh, new merch dropping for this week's episode as well. But with all that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. Peace. Wow.